Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast. What is happening? We have a new segment, and we'll talk about it later. We will. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> and we talk a little bit about John Rom. We talk a little bit about the beef that's going on between Rory and Patrick Reed that, that goes far beyond just a little bit of golf at the Ryder Cup. Remember at one point they were like friends? They were kind of buddies. They had a nice they, little match. They had, that, they had that match where Rory makes that long punt, says, I can't hear you, and then Patrick Green makes that punt on top of him, and they high-five on their way to the next Yeah, next it ain't week. like that no more. I don't think they're high-fiving each other. Those days are other. behind us, and so is this intro. But first, Harry Styles. We're going to try it on a new segment here. That This is actually Kyle's idea. So, Kyle, I'll, I'll let you take it away because I can't. I, I don't even really know what's going on here. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you the newest segment of the Bad Bounce Boys, the Bad Bounce Podcast. Let's talk about it. We just wanted to bring something near and dear to our hearts. And tacos is number one on the list. So right, we're Josh? gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about T A C O B O U T. Every week we're gonna go to a new joint, get some tacos. Two bites is the rule, and we're gonna give it a rating, along with talking about random shit. So that's where's going the, where's on this taco world. from? This is from El Farlito in Placentia, <laughs> California. California. This is like the biggest taco I've ever seen. They're huge. <laughs> They're massive. So already size wise, I mean the rating's high. Right. Okay. You let's dive in. Let's take well, let's take a bite. We're both going to go in for this? Yeah, we have to do it at the same time to the give it a fair time? rating. Okay. Of okay. course. All right, so do we pull this back into us or do we eat it there? No, we got to eat it there. Okay, all right. Okay. Red <coughs> sauce, guys. Red sauce. It's kind of spicy. First bite is pretty spectacular. That's like pretty damn spicy. That's really good, though. Second bite will be a true test. That's just a damn good taco. Man. The asada, the meat, just grilled to perfection. They're juicy, tender, and seasoned. What do you think, Joshy? Dude, I took like look at Damn, yeah, your yeah. bites are crazy, actually. <laughs> Okay, Josh is only allowed one bite from now on, and I'm taking two. You need to chill, bro. That's why I can't talk right now, because I took double the size of your bite. For those of you that don't know, Josh is also the slowest eater to ever exist. So that's why, that's we, not limit true. It. That's why we limit it to two bites so we can finish this podcast in a timely manner. Let's talk about it. So what, uh, what proof do you have? Take Josh to any buffet in the entire world. Set a timer on them. You'll leave before you can finish the timer. It is pretty unbelievable how much I would eat in college. Like, look at me. Okay? I eat. I'm an eater. I enjoy it. But I will sit there and watch Josh eat for 30 minutes after I'm done. You know why? Because, A, he eats every single item at the buffet. <laughs> like, if there's different ethnicities, Japan, like Mexican... It doesn't matter. He will eat every single item at the buffet as slow as he can. Do you disagree? I don't, I think I eat really fast. I just eat a lot. It's a blatant lie. 
And then dessert is a whole nother excursion. Oh my gosh, I eat so much ice cream. He can eat enough. He can eat the whole tub. The oh, whole easily. tub of ice cream. Yeah, yeah, easily. The the whole whatever the biggest size of Hagen dazs easily. Like our one of our team captains used to just get up. Like he wouldn't leave Josh a chance to finish it. He'd just get up and leave. Yeah, and everybody else would and follow. And everyone else would get up and leave. So then Josh and would be like, all right, I guess I'm done now. So you have to tell Josh when to stop. Like I'd, I'd, I'd leave with like a massive mouthful of food. Yeah. He won't stop. You have to tell him. Okay. What is one food that you could like eat every day? I mean, I pretty much do eat it every day, which is like fried rice or ramen. Is that out of desire? Like what I sheerly crave in my quiet moments is is fried rice and ramen is a fried rice or a ramen yeah something about a hot carb that's not bread just gets me going so what if you can you eat ramen in like the like the apex of summer heat oh yeah don't matter really yeah it can be 120 degrees outside if it's a late night and i'm a little hungry stove's coming on ramen's going in <laughs> So like, are we talking like Japanese ramen or Shin are we talking ramen, dude? Come on, <laughs> Shin Black all the way. Shin Black all the way. Damn. So you like spicy? Yeah. And lately, you know, my girlfriend, I've been dabbling in some other ones. They're all right. Classic Shin Black's way to go. I must say, Shin Shin Ramen's like. I'm trying to think of the other one, like the bowl noodle. What's the bigger bowl noodle? Top Ramen. Yeah. Top Ramen was like good in middle school, but then I I elevated my game. <laughs> <laughs> Once I started dating an Asian. She Put a little egg in there, bok choy, oh, sesame yeah, oil. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, Kimchi yeah. on the side. Bro, Don't get me for started, sure. Dude. We just ate tacos, bro. <sighs> yeah, but we only took like two bites. And you took like well, okay, two baby You bites. took four. I took two. <laughs> Mine is chips and salsa. I crave chips and salsa all the time. The chips and salsa, by the way, El Parlito, absolute gas. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, whoever's making them, keep it going. It also make you very gassy. Okay, so we didn't give it. What is it out of ten? I mean, this is a first run, so we can't start it out at ten. Then every taco is compared to this. Oh, that was a pretty damn good taco, man. It was a good taco. The tortillas were eh. Okay, I I second that. They've yeah, been sitting for a little while, but they were just they were eh. They were okay. kind of stale. Okay. okay, I went to Mexico in November. I'm a little, you know. I watched yeah. my tortillas get pressed in front of my face. Well, I did not go to Mexico in the summer, so I'll give it an eight. An eight? An eight. I'm going to go 7.6. That that beef, or whatever the hell that was. The what, beef a is so good. Unbelievable. Dude. They blew it on the tortillas, though. <laughs> I could have gone flour, but then it's like, why do a taco Yeah, rating? they went they had a little Colin Morikawa on the flour you know? tortillas for sure. Like our boy Nico Mendoza would have done crispy tacos. Like, that's why he's not here. <laughs> Who would ever listen to a taco rating? I know his last name is Mendoza, but that is a yeah. He's a last white name man. Mendoza doesn't doesn't like soft tacos, only crispy. He's a white man. You'll find crispy tacos all over Mexico. Oh wow, Joshy. What else we got to talk about? Kanye West is married again. What? Like ninety nine percent certain, yeah. What? This like twenty eight year old girl that was a Yeezy director or designer. Okay. I think they're straight up married. And how? What makes you? What makes you think? It that? was all over TMZ. Instagram the last like week or so I thought he was missing he was missing and then was found married <laughs> and this girl is like 28 she's went a from carbon found... copy of Kim Kim Kardashian she looks exactly <laughs> but, the same but younger so he went but younger he went from found missing to found married yeah 
He went from his lawyers trying to get a hold of him. They couldn't to serve him papers to then finding him married. Dude, now Maybe that was a play. Maybe he transferred his assets or something. Who knows? Right. That's kind of weird, actually. Yeah. We just finished up the Amex Championship or American Express Championship. And we're going into... Tory Pines hit me out of nowhere. Dude, I thought it was uh, the following week. And I've been so hyped for this event. Just as a SoCal boy. Right. And a Tiger fan. Right. I just love watching this. Like, I really wanted to go to the tournament this week. I've been trying to text you guys and figure it out. But we just... We're old now. We can't get it done. <laughs> well, also, the the wrinkle, the curveball is that this tournament starts on Wednesday. Starts on Wednesday, yeah. And then That's goes to not Saturday. to interfere with football. Right. I respect it. I do. But then, like, why aren't we big enough to interfere with football? That's my really, thing. Do I really need to answer that? Don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. That, dude, football is the biggest sport <laughs> in America. The, the worst, the worst game on Sunday will do better ratings than the NBA Finals game. Isn't that insane? Wait, actually? Actually, yeah. Like, live TV, you know how live TV, or like TV in general is dying? Yeah. The first top 20 performers were all football games. Really? Yeah, think about that. Damn, we watch a lot of football. Oh, yeah. And then, I'm pretty sure like... But then look at how football is structured, right? Primarily the games are all on Two set days of the week, three set days of the week. Mm-hmm. There are at times where people are off work. Right. Sunday is a huge day that people are off work. Mm-hmm. Unlike golf, where it starts at noon, it's on Thursday, Friday. You have to spend the entire day watching it on Saturday, Sunday. It's too much. Yeah. I, I mean, there no other sport is like a game four and a half hours long. Yeah. Well, except for cricket. That's like five days. But who the hell watches cricket? I think like millions and millions of people, but just okay. not in America. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But when it comes to football, football is what? A game is three hours, if that. Yeah. So that's much more palatable. And then you, you're, it's it's that whole thing of like death by a thousand cuts. You're like, okay, I want, I'm going to just buy this $8 whatever. Let me just buy 43 of them. Oh, wow. I'm broke. It's just your the whole day is just gone by watching one game after another. Right. Like, I mean, even I was watching golf, but <clears throat> flicking back and forth through football and this dude, weekend. I mean, I'm a massive football fan. Football is just the best. I, like, really used to not be, and I'm becoming one, and I like it. <laughs> you know what it? You know what it is about football? It's our, our old teammate, Mark Jensma, made this, made this comparison. It's literally modern-day gladiator. Yeah. It's American gladiator, where we get a thrill. It's like gladiator with chess. Whereas not, like, UFC is probably straight gladiator. Like, we're in a Coliseum watching the biggest and strongest guys hammer the shit out of one another. But then they have, like, strategy and they're chasing a ball. It's like... Yeah. It's, there, there's a lot of strategy around it. But, you know, we see a hit and we're like, oh. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <clears throat> so Could you survive an NFL hit? How much money do I have to pay you to take one NFL hit? Uh, hell no. From right, a lineman. Well, Ten million dollars, one hit. You're padded. He's padded. From a lineman. From a lineman, but you have to you have to just sit there and take the hit. How much money? Mm. Like you actually, I think if I'm padded, thousand. If I I think if I'm padded, I could do it. You think you could take the hit and get yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, I'll get the wind knocked out of me. I'd freak out, but I think I I could take it. 
100K? Oh, easily. All right. Hopefully we get big enough to make this come true. <laughs> because for 100K, I want to see Josh <laughs> go head-to-head with an NFL lineman. <laughs> okay. No, I, th- I really think I could make it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't think so? I don't think I'd do it for $10 million. What? I'd die. I don't. My little would. head would come off. No, you wouldn't. As long as you have the right. Pos- I'm all fat, there. Josh. Like he's hitting just organs. That <laughs> what? Like there's nothing there. He's not hitting, or you're padded up. Okay. Anyways, all right. So John Rom won. That was cool. That's cool. And you called it. Called it. We lost all of our bets that we actually took in this very, very closely. Which is how I like to do it. Which is just standard. If you took Taylor Montgomery just a top five, it's probably still plus fourteen hundred. What did he finish sixth? He finished fifth. Oh, he finished you took fifth. him to win. Yeah, and he was only like two, three shots out of it. Okay, yeah, but he's not chasing John Rom down. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just like when his odds are so high, why don't you just take him to the top ten or the top five? You're, you're not gonna like get it. those odds this week. I, yeah, we'll talk about him later this week. Taylor Montgomery to win though. I, I mean he's. I think I said it to someone. I'll take him to win every single week this week, because I'm gonna, or every single week this year, because I'm gonna hit, as so long as his odds <laughs> so, are as ridiculous as they are. Yeah, every week they're coming down and they're down coming and down. down. He is playing really. He's he, going you're, plus five thousand, plus forty five hundred. Now he's like plus twenty six hundred for this coming uh, upcoming week. Taylor Montgomery is the guy you can't quit. Cam Young is the guy I can't quit. Taylor Montgomery yeah. is it. Well, you're doing a better job. He's doing a lot more for you than Cam Young is for me. That's true, but Cam Young hasn't been playing all that much, has he? No, but I just haven't this seen week him. He, he hasn't missed been playing the f- that well. Well, he played in Hawaii and then he played this week, but um, yeah, he missed top twenty by a couple strokes. He was right there, and then I mean, in the yeah. third round he went double, dumped it in the water on seventeen, and then bogeyed eighteen. If Jason Day can top twenty, any I think I could have this week. <laughs> this is the type of tournament you hate. Well, yeah, twenty-seven under one. Yeah. Now, if they play all of it at PGA West, I don't think it's going to be that low. Sure. But, yeah, I just – I'm so sick and tired of these 21 unders, 22, 23 unders. They get it out of the way. They get it out of the way early. I like seeing – I've always said like early. 8 to 12. You know, sometimes the Byron Nelson – I don't know if it's called that anymore – on the tour, like uh-huh. three over will win that event. And it's cool to watch that. Well, no, you're thinking of uh, – no, you're thinking of the Valero. You think of the one, one of the, where two. One like of the ones windy. Keegan Bradley won. He literally yes. shot over yeah, bar. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Okay. So we got to talk about the CU Kim Award for worst fist pump of the week. <laughs> See, whoop. That's got to go to. There, there's only one fist pump that made it on TV. It's got to go to Tom Kim. <laughs> when he was like trying to pump up the crowd, like, oh, I can't hear you. And he's like putting his arms up. Dude, that was electrifying. It was electrifying, but Tom Kim gets the people going. But he doesn't do it in a way that's he looks like a like a reincarnated butterfly. Well, he looks like Tad Fujikawa <laughs> playing in his first like event, m- making putts to make the cut. Yeah, ex- exactly. Know? But even Tad was like more emphatic. I don't know. Tom Kim kind of just looks like a butterfly doing this. Says, "I can't hear you," and. I mean, one, it was the only, it was it was the one of one. It was the only fist pump we really saw. Dude. But also, okay, I hate to say this. I think it's just the fact that, like, I don't think I would see Tom Kim on the street and think, like, wow, what a cool guy. 
I would see Tom Kim on the street and then turn turn the other way. Exactly. So I, I think, know he's thugging like that, Josh. Right. <laughs> but that's why I think I don't like that. His Tom Kim has like six shooters in the crowd, dude. It it just doesn't uh, <laughs> it just doesn't seem like like when I see Tom Kim act like a butterfly trying to say I can't hear you. There's no part of me that's like I want to be like that. Dude, I want to be just like him. Mm. We got to have Tom Kim on one day. Uh, I mean, yeah, that would be great. And then I'll say to his face that I'm thinking about renaming the award to the, the Tom, Tom Kim, Kim Award. award? Dude. Is, is there a part of Tom Kim? Do you feel like Tom Kim's going to Little Hollywood? Of course. And do you think that's going to affect his game? No. I think Rory, Rory in that press conference tried to warn him. I mean, Rory also had bleach hair at one point yeah so he did go a little hollywood rory went hollywood you gotta for do sure. it dude you're young you got all this money you're one of the best in your field do it but it's definitely gonna limit his game i feel like no or it could or it could help him maybe he needs to break free maybe maybe but it just seems like he's getting fat and happy literally, yeah literally fat and literally happy zion did that he's playing well this year <laughs> Shaq did it. He's got a few rings. You have a point. You have a point. Yeah, maybe Some he's... guys are just raw, athletic freaks of nature. Sure. Just like Tom Kim. <laughs> you keep fist pumping, buddy. Don't let Josh freaking hey, take it away Congratulations on your CU Kim with Ward for worst fist pump of the week. We'll give it to him. It wasn't that good. It wasn't great. You get the CU Kim Award this week. CU Kim Award for worst fist pump of the week. You ready for what would you do with? Yeah. All right. So this is something we always do. And I say that because it's our second time doing it, where I pick a random, I select a random player who won a certain amount of money, and I ask Kyle what he would do with that certain amount that he won. We're gonna go with Davis Thompson with eight hundred seventy-two thousand dollars. Second place. Second place. Prize money. Second place prize money. Eight hundred seventy-two thousand. Eight hundred and seventy-two thousand. Man, right now, I would go and put all of that. On Taylor Montgomery to win. <laughs> <laughs> because then I'm like a billionaire. All right. Wait, wait, what, what are Taylor Montgomery's odds this week? Do you know? Uh, I, I It's like plus 2,500. Okay. So plus 2,800. Plus 2,800. Yeah. So what did I say the amount was? 800,000. 800, it was 800. Let's get, let's get an exact number. Okay. It was 872,000. You win... Twenty-five million two hundred thirty thousand dollars. You know, it's not as much as I thought. <laughs> so I might not do it. <laughs> I might just go and buy a business or something again. Something okay. Stupid and boring. Twenty-five million dollars. Yeah, one time, a little juice. Ah. Yeah. And so then I would want to take that twenty-five and do it again. And but not Taylor Montgomery again. <laughs> May, not Taylor Montgomery. Like Tom Kim somewhere right. later on in the year. A gotta, feeler. Just so you could feel something, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Today I was just looking up insane parlays Taylor Montgomery to win then like Rory to win in Dubai it's like plus 110,000 <laughs> five bucks dude I mean who cares <laughs> just slap it on there did you hear about that story with, with Rory and Patrick Reed oh a little bit Where a little bit the, I love yeah, it the, they're on the range they're next to each other Patrick Reed tried to go acknowledge Rory they had an epic match at the Ryder Cup a couple years ago and Rory just ignored him They uh, maybe didn't hear him Maybe didn't see him. I doubt that when you feel Patrick Reed's presence. I'm just pretty like sure. Just looming over you. 
I'm pretty sure he knew he was there and he just ignored him. You think Rory was paid by the Saudis to ignore Patrick <laughs> Reed this week just so there wasn't controversy? <laughs> so there was controversy, you mean? To Ooh, get the people maybe, going? Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so he's secretly... You, so I think you like, told Patrick Reed threw a tee at him, right? Yep, and then Patrick Reed... Go Patrick, away, dog. No. That's America for you. Don't no. fuck with us. We'll throw a tee at you. Uh, yeah, like a tee's going to do That's anything. That's Captain America, dog. <laughs> It's like live on live crime right there, if that's true. Conspiracy <laughs> Kyle coming through. Um, yeah, but Rory not playing in the in the uh, farmers. Rory not playing in the farmers. He always this plays week in the farmers. Is absolutely ridiculous and absurd. I thought it's like these one guys of the marquee had events yeah. on tour. If you look at the field, once you go past like the top five guys, I don't know a name. If I don't know a name, nobody else knows a name. I've played this game my whole life. Right. Like, it obviously, there's a split. And then the DP World Tour, that's just the European Tour now, right? Yep. There's a lot of big names in that field that are not at Tory. Mm-hmm. You have Rory, Tommy Fleetwood, right. Terrell Hatton, Henrik Stenson, Patrick Reed. Um, some of those names would have been cool to see at Tory. But obviously, there's a split in golf somehow, some way. Okay. And, like... Is it okay that Rory goes over and plays in Dubai, not playing in the PGA Tour event, but it's not okay when the other guys do it? Rory's obviously getting an appearance fee. Obviously. Right. Which is pretty open open news at this point. He got an appearance fee there is every nothing, time he goes. Nothing. I tried looking and I'm nothing written about it this week. But he right. used to be but paid ten million past. ten yeah. years ago, so what do you think he's getting paid? Yeah, now? in the past he's been paid. Also, I I thought these guys, if they're on the PIP, had to play in these elevated events i think someone of roy McIlroy's stature tiger woods stature they're probably the only two can say hey i'm gonna do whatever i want and the pga <laughs> tour will say as long as you stay go ahead yeah that's true what are you gonna say to rory yeah or tiger if you want to even try and play in a live event that's fine go ahead <laughs> as long as you come back to us we don't care <laughs> it's a toxic relationship yes yeah but tiger and rory being the the hot toxic girlfriend right well so you don't have anything better better to do with $872,000? Back to that, huh? You're back to that. $872,000. With $872,000, I think I would rent Disneyland for like eight hours. That's like, is that it? I think it's like $50,000. I feel like that's two days. There's no way Disneyland is. I think it's like you. 400. Well, yeah, I guess. They're making more than a million a day, actually. For so for sure. sure, you'd have to pay them more than that oh, to I shut think, it down. I think for I think with a hundred, I mean, I should probably research this. For with a hundred thousand dollars, you might get an hour. All right, here's my here's my what would you do with? I know okay. I'm not supposed to do it. All right, if you had the chance, Mr. Beast's YouTube channel is transferred over to you. It's now yours. What would you do with it? What would I do with it? Would you keep it the same? Yeah, it's with billions of followers. Or would you change it up a little bit, make it yours? <laughs> I mean, I think I would keep it the same. It's doing unbelievably well. That's ridiculous. What would you do with How it? How could you keep it the same if he's, you know, dead and gone and gave it to you? Right. So then now I'm the new Mr. Beast. Now you're the new Mr. Beast. Right. And then I bring golf into it. Oh, okay. You know? Like walk up to a random golfer and give him a million dollars? If they hit the green. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'll give him like a six footer and a twelve footer and a yes. twenty footer and be like, okay, the six footer is a thousand. Yes. The twelve footer is a hundred. Right. 
and the 20 footers a million. For sure. But if you miss any one of them, like you have to break up with your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> right. First of all, I'd bury that 20 footer. <laughs> and I would take it right out the gate. Left to right, right to left, uphill. Right. That's yeah. what I would do. Right? Yeah. It's a one out of four chance you make it if you're a tour one pro. Out of four. Yeah. Is it? 20 footer? That's true. That's one true. out of four. Yeah, that's what I would do. All right. But what do you think about so that was the second place winner, Davis Thompson. Yeah. He won over my heart. He played pretty well. I like his swing. I he's got a great suit. So I've been following him since he was at the University of Georgia. Okay. And he was the number one Wagger player for a while. So this isn't any surprise. Oh, but I I'm, didn't know that. Obviously I've never seen him play. I've just seen his swing on Instagram and things like that. He was a really good guy. Great swing. swing. He's got he's got to work on his attitude a little bit. That putt. A lot of slamming clubs. That putt was not going in, whether the flag was in or out. What? Yeah. If the flag was out, it's six feet past. He's making bogey and losing like $200,000. You think it would have flown over the hole? Yeah. If it hits the center of the stick that hard and goes to two feet, obviously it was hit too hard. It was going in. If it doesn't hit the stick, we're looking at a 10-footer like, wow, that was a bad putt. What? This guy's over here with his hat in his hands and scratching his head. Cut. You see you John Rom, he freaking looked, looked back and went to his putt. He's like, that guy got a good fucking break. <laughs> That's what he thought. Oh, man. All right. Well, I, well, that ruins my take. I was gonna, I, I have a take. John Rom, no one has made this comparison yet. They will. John Rom has a very good chance of winning this week, which we'll talk about later. They're going to start comparing him to Tiger. Yeah, they do this to everybody. But he won three times in the last five weeks. And he has his worst finish is fourth place. Not to mention, three of those fields were limited fields. Like, just talk to me when you win eight in a row. Yeah. But three of those were limited fields. But limited fields normally have better golfers, per se. Sure. Correct? There's also... But like, yes, not the random it's, person who gets hot. It's like easier Davis to Thompson. win the Hero World Challenge than it is, you know, right? Or finish the US top Open or, or top five in the Hero World Challenge. Yeah, right. But anyways, he's gonna get compared to Tiger, and if that happens, I again will blow up. Yes, because yes. there is no comparison. Yes, but that being said, John Rom, he's here's my take. John Rom, a little lucky. Little lucky the last two events. Yeah. Little lucky. Takes a little bit of luck to win. I'll give him Not that. if you're Tiger Woods. Whew, that's another take for another time. That's, that's another okay. take for another time. John Rom had to have an epic collapse by Colin Morikawa. Yeah. That nobody was expecting. Yeah. To win a limited field event. And that got more attention than anything because it was so come from behind. Yeah. And then he wins the Amex Championship. He should have been in that bunker on 16. That ball. That was the best bounce anyone's got on that hole. You and I are that, the, the bad bounce boys do not get that bounce. No, my ball's going straight into the trap, and I'm making five. Exactly. Or mine hangs up on that hill, and I'm like, how yeah. do I hit this? I'm standing. How, how that ball, it was drawing. Yes. And how that ball. Hard. He was trying to hit a it low It kicked runner. right. It lands a foot right of and, the bunker. And, and it just stops. Right. It just stops. Yeah. 
No chance that happens to any like there's just that's impossible. We've been there. It's pretty flat there. So then as a player, like if you're Davis Thompson, David Thompson, and you're on and Davis and you're on 16 and you hit the uh, 17, you hit the pin and it doesn't go in. It just kills you. Mentally. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's still only a shot back. Right. Going into one of the hardest holes in golf. Like if he makes birdie, he's still looking like it's OK to play in a playoff. You know? Sure. Oh, for sure. But, but I think he, something like that just kills you, and you can't get over it. Yeah. And yeah. you saw it in in his in his reaction. Right. He was red. It reminds me a little saw like Sahith in uh, at sixteen at or seventeen at TPC Scottsdale last year. Yeah. When he uh, or the waste management open last year when he hit in the water after a perfect shot eighteen he he totally he barely hung on to make I think he made barely made par double or oh, par I think he barely made par. Par bogey to lose by two or something, but he still could have buried the last hole to get in. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly. But yeah, I mean, John Rama like epic collapse in Hawaii by Colin Morikawa for John Rahm to win, and this week Davis Thompson just shoots himself in the foot on that hole by hooking into that bunker. John Rahm should have been in the bunker, and then after that, on seventeen, if that putt goes in, he probably still goes to the playoff. But then, so there's a world in which John Rom hits it in the bunker, makes par. Yeah. Davis Thompson, who knows if it would have gone over the hole, but let's say it would have gone in. There's a chance that John Rom is one down going into 18. Right. There's a world in which that's very possible. But winners, winners take advantage. He got that ball up and down on 16. Yeah. He 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 wanted to make that putt on 17. Yep. I mean, it barely missed. I mean, and then 18, he knew he just had to two putt it, and he was good. Sure. That shot on 17 took some balls, too. The tee shot. Were yeah. they playing it all the way back? I, I yeah. watched. And then, how and far then, was it? 180? 190? Yes. And then the pin was up front. Yeah. That green looks so small from up there, it's ladies and hole. gentlemen. It's a hard hole. I feel like it's way harder than 17 at Sawgrass. Oh, just yeah. because it's 180 yards right. versus a buck 20. Yeah. And Sawgrass just has more water, so it looks more like just a little island. But that hole is... Hey, the green's... Decent size, but that's a tough shot. That's yeah. a tough ass shot from one eighty. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard. And he hit a pin high to like twenty. Yeah, that's that takes some balls. It's just a golf shot. Yeah, that that takes some nuts dragging on the floor for sure. But he, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like John Rom got a little lucky these last two weeks, or last two wins. Like, excuse me. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna compare him to Tiger. That's no. just. Steven, but even just in general, Stephen Ace, you know, says he he ain't no Beyonce. <laughs> there's there's everyone else, and then there's Beyonce. Sure, sure. So who do we who do we have for this week? Uh, I mean, this week. Okay, I'm looking at the field. John Rom is plus four hundred. The guy in second odds is plus eleven hundred. Xander Schauffele. So Vegas knows something we don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going with John Rom. Okay, well, let's go with our safe bet of the week. What's your safe bet of the week? Hold on. Let me pull up my my draft. Safe bet of the week, I remember, is Taylor Montgomery to do anything. <laughs> top 10, top 20. Uh, I would say top five. I mean, that's a little risky, but this guy is on a heater. He's just playing really good golf. There's I nothing mean, you can take away from it. So we we've gone cold the last few weeks. And by the last few weeks, it's ever since we started this podcast. <laughs> I mean, Taylor Montgomery plus one thirty to finish top twenty. 
Yeah, that's. I think that's just the easiest money out there. Okay, how do you feel about Jason Day? Yeah, I know he plays well here. I know he played well last week. Jason Day is not the same as he was five, six years ago. He's changed the swing a bunch. It just the game is is evolved from the rip it, hit a wedge, and make a putt. Everyone does it now. So right. what are you gonna do to make yourself even better? Right. I hear ya. I hear ya. So who do you have for the safe bet of the week? Let's just pick your safe bet. Safe bet of the week is Taylor Montgomery, plus one thirty to finish top twenty. Top twenty. That's yeah. a great bet. Yeah, I think so. That's a great. Bet. And I don't take good bets. <laughs> so this You're one's learning. freaking me out a little. You're yeah. Learning. Um. All right. And what's your bad bet of the week? Oh, Do you have one. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I saw a really really nice one down the line. Bad bet of the week would be either Maverick McNeely to win at plus 3,500. Maverick McNeely? Yeah, he's just been posting a lot on Instagram. Why can't you put Maverick? I feel like his game is tour. It's plus 500 or more. That was the parameters that we set. So that's plus 3,500. Why Why can't you do Maverick McNeely at plus? Top ten. I mean that that qualifies. Okay, 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 okay. Bad I mean, bet of the week. You can take if you want. Bad bet of the week. Xander Schauffele plus two forty. His game is fake news. <laughs> Guy hits one ball in the hole from like two thirty. So why that. are you taking him then? Because it's the bad bet of the week. It's bad bet because the odds are too high. Not because you think it's gonna lose. It's just both. Okay. Like I want to take it. I would take it, but I don't think it's gonna hit. Okay, also, I'll finish like sixth. It's not plus 500 or more. God, okay. I You're just breaking rules left and right. Always been a rule breaker. <laughs> okay, this one I think will hit. Okay, this falls within all the rules. Okay. Max Homa, plus 500. Yes. Top five. Yes. That California boy playing in SoCal. Do something, Max Homa. Do, do something. something for me. All right. What about you, Joshy? My safe bet of the week is I'm going to take Siwoo Kim at plus 180 to finish top 20. Okay. He's been playing great. He obviously he has won. been. He finished top 20 last week. I don't know why his odds are so high. I was going to go with Sungjae at plus 100. Top 20? I like top 20. I think that's getting it. That's you think free Sungjae money. More? Yeah, I think that's free money. Sungjae is going to have a career that goes 20 years, and he's going to make a shit ton of money, whether he wins a major or not. During COVID, I was betting. This was Sungjae was first on the rise. Sungjae top 20, and I would parlay with McElroy top 20. And every week, it was like plus 280 odds. And it would hit every week, And it would just hit. I made so much money during COVID. That's awesome. And it got shut down. Anyways, and then my bad bet of the week, plus 500 or more. Ooh, that's pretty tough. I'm going to take... You know what? I'm going to do it. I am going to do it. I'm going to take John Rahm to win. Okay. Even though it's plus I like that. I think he can win. It's plus 450, which is insane. Yeah. That's insane. Is there a better chance that that, uh, Taylor Montgomery finishes top five or John Rahm wins? Because Taylor Ooh. Montgomery top five is plus six hundred, I think there's a better chance John Rom wins. Yeah, Taylor Montgomery's still a little volatile. Whereas or, okay. John Rom, like 
he's tried and true, you know. Is Hug JM plus four fifty top five or John Rom to win? No, John Rom to win. Wait, you like you like Hug JM less than Taylor Montgomery? Yeah. You're pretty lukewarm on that. It's Hug J take. Yeah, no, I I think John Rom to win if you're gonna take kind of a you know, a better's bet, that's the one. <laughs> you know what? I got I gotta switch it up one. on me, huh? You're gonna go Sung Jay. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up on you. No, I'm not gonna go Sung Jay. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go Sung Jay. I am gonna go. I am gonna go. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I will take Siu Kim top twenty. So that's plus one eighty. Right? And I will parlay that with the NFL. I'll take the Niners. Yeah, I was going to say you better be taking the Niners. I'm going to be taking the Niners at plus 125 to win. I don't like the two and a half. They have the next Tom Brady on their hands. No, that's no. A guy that was drafted 400th. They they don't. You know? Anyways, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to parlay that, and that's plus 530. Send it. How about the Chiefs being underdogs? Well... Patrick's out, is he? He's not out, but he's hurt. Yeah. So, so, you know, Vegas knows something we don't know again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was surprised that they won that game when Patrick left. Well, he came back. Oh, he came back? He came back, yeah. I mean, kudos to that second string. That guy. Henny's been. Chad he Henny's must been have in the freaking had the now. party of his life. Chad Henny's been in the league forever. Chad ever, Henny was ready. You ever seen Blue Mountain State? I have not. You love that show. I a great that. show. You're watching that in college all the time. Basically a show about a guy that plays at a big college uh, football team, and he's a second-string quarterback, and he says there's nothing better in life than being the second-string quarterback. For sure. Because you get all the glory of first string, but right. none of the work. None of the work. None and of that pressure. reminds me of the guy this week that, that went in for Patrick for a little while. Chad Hetty? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're drunk on the Hetty. Like... He for sure had a hell of a night <laughs> bringing that one home. That's Good true. for him. Good for him. Want to live vicariously <laughs> through you. All right. Did we hit everything? I think so. Let me see what else I got in my in my notes. Well, we can talk about the Dubai Desert Classic. Oh, yeah, sure. But we kind of did a little. Rory's yeah. plus 330 to win the Dubai Desert Classic, by okay. the way. That's how uh, how favorite it, how favorite he is to win. Did you okay. see that? I did not. And then next is Terrell Hatton at plus eleven hundred. Who every Instagram video I see of him is hitting a bad shot <laughs> and <laughs> swearing. Mad. Right. And then you got Tommy Fleetwood at like plus thirteen. That's not, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, that's not happening. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. I love Tommy's swing. Tommy top 10. What's that at? You got it? Plus 180. Plus 180? Top 10? Yep. Oof. That's freaking. There's an easy pick here, dude. Who? Easy pick. I saw one, dude. I think it was on the Dubai Desert. Minwali top 10. Oh, no, I didn't. Plus 220. Plus 220? I'd take that. Minwali's been playing great. Minwali's just dope. Andrew Beef Johnson. Andrew Beef Johnson. Abraham Answer. Bet on him Abraham and invest Anser. in Arby's this week. Abraham, dude. Plus 400, top 10. He hits it short. Why do you like him? 
He's a great player. I don't dis. I'm not like you. I don't dislike people who hit a far or short. Okay. Yeah. I don't dislike people who hit it far. I just like dislike people who hit it far and have no talent. <laughs> and win tournaments just because they hit it far. Just because they hit it far. Yeah. <laughs> like if Kevin Kisner can't win on that golf course, I don't like it, and I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I think that's it. This was the Bad Balance Podcast. Thank you. Thank Thank you guys for for coming, everybody.